It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank our listeners for listening to these podcasts on all the different platforms. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for one incredible show today because I have with me my amazing returning diva, Joanna Rauther, and her and I are going to chat about heart whispers. We're going to continue our chat from last month, and this will be part two. So it will be a very magical show. Joanne, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Well, hello, Joyce, and I'm so happy to be here. And uh, as Joyce introduced, my name is Joanne Moise Rutsier. I live in Canada, uh, Ontario, a little town of Alexandria, which is about an hour east of Ottawa. I am a certified equine assisted learning personal development coach. I work with horses. I help he- people heal their wounds, past wounds, present wounds, um, whatever is to the surface. Actually, it's not even to the surface yet. So that's what I help is bringing the pain to the surface in order to be let go. Um, and in my journey since uh, this is series part two, um, to the listeners, you know that I am a bereaved mom. I lost my son August 2022. And uh, as many know, if not, um, the doors were not even there to open in order to have some assistance, help, guidance for me uh, at the time. So what I decided to do through the emotions of anger, resentment, rage, frustration. I also searched and became a resource as a certified grief educator specialist with horses uh, in order to help people. So that is the introduction of the short story of who I am, where I am, and uh, yes, I am now also a brand new budding author to the book called Heart Whispers, and that was introduced uh, last call, our last um, time together, and it was a beautiful, strong, and powerful chat that we had. And I'm super honored to be here with you, Joyce, and looking forward to 
our short time together, but I am blessed with having the time with you. Oh, oh thank you, Joanne. Thank you, because I, I, the feelings are totally mutual. It is a short time, but I am so very grateful that you are here with me to chat and share with our listeners about what some of the experiences you have gone through and with your book, Heart Whispers. What a beautiful name. And I really touched me when you said of all the emotions, because sometimes we don't think about all the emotions that we go through, through grief and all the different traumas in our life. And there's so many different emotions that we deal with. So that was one thing that you said that really resonated. There was so much in just your introduction. So with that, Joanne, I am just going to let you proceed where you feel the angels and guides are leading you today for what our listeners need to be hearing. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you. And what a beautiful way to... Um, continue our conversations by saying let the angels guide because yesterday I was uh, a special guest on an interview call with Equine Connections from Alberta, Canada and they are the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning and one story that I had posted for the upcoming time, I actually said, I am going to be uh, talking about grief, my book, Heart Whispers, being a new author, and I actually stopped dead in my tracks because I said, I don't know what the call is going to be like, but I know it's going to be one hell of a chat. And it was because I allowed the angels, God, spirit guide me to what was inspiring me to speak about. And after the call, it is amazing the flooding of responses back from the listeners the request to um, getting my book from me because the call was so inspiring, so powerful, so touching, so heartfelt. And I actually said to the hosts, Carrie and Carolyn, after the interview was done, I said, you know what? I said, my heart is so full. Like, I cannot believe what comes out of me because I'm speaking from my heart. I am speaking from a passion. I am speaking from knowingness and everything that I have gone through, like talking about the emotions, Joyce, there is a multitude, multitude of emotions that, if I was to give you a wheel of emotions on it, you would be like mind blown. The categories under sadness, the categories under anger, the categories under what we think is just a simple emotion. No, it goes deeper than that. 
So I brought everything to the table and I know that I speak from my heart and there is no better way and the authenticity that comes through about being vulnerable, it is just mind-blowing to me. I even actually reflected after our call, and I said, one of the things that really kind of surprised me, but didn't, but the depths of the passion that I have in sharing my journey, vulnerability, in order to be helping others through grief. And it, it just blows me away. And I know this is the avenue, the journey, the pathway that I am sought out in order to be able to bring to the world another resource of helping people through their grief. And it's not only that, helping them through their grief, now that I'm a certified grief educator and amalgamating it with horses, it's bigger than that. And I realized that with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I was just going into the launch of my book, our last call. I did mm -hmm. not... Um, have the book launch yet because the book launch was December 15th yes. so I'm going to bring myself back there in order to share with the listeners here what transpired and evolved through that experience of the book launch my book Heart Whispers is exactly exactly what the words are there are actual whispers that come in from listening to your inner voice, which is the wisdom that God has provided each and every one of us. He gave us his Holy Spirit. And when we actually stop and listen, we will be spoken to. And people think, well, how are you spoken to? It comes through in your own voice. It comes, some of them actually hear a different voice, whatever. It's the inner guidance that is the power greater than ourselves. And when we listen with heart, God knows this. And my faith grew to an expansion that I, I can't even fathom. And I know my path is deepening my faith with God and Jesus and all that good stuff because that was the only way that I survived. So the book launch was the creation, co-creation with Jesse, with God, spirit, whatever people call their faith, and I put it all on paper, but I knew whenever I decided to put my journaling into a book, for the first while of my writing, I did not know it was going into a book. But the whispers that called upon me, it was so strong to tell me that these words belong in a book, not just a book. 
the book called Heart Whispers because of everything that I had gone through with the doors that were not there to open of the resource to help me as a bereaved mom during my deepest, deepest, stunning grief and the pain that consumed me. There were no, no doors that were open. And don't get me wrong, I have family, I have a beautiful husband, I have my daughter, my grandson. But what I'm talking about is when we are in grief need of healing, we need an expert on the outside. But thank God for the angels that are around us to keep the momentum going of healing. So I knew in my writings that it belonged in a book because it was going to become a resource to help other people through their own agonizing pain. And the book is also another resource of journaling your own feelings, emotions to be put on paper because we are so much into our heads mm -hmm. and not enough in our hearts. So the book really touches the reader in order to touch the emotions that are suppressed, that are begging, knocking on a door within the soul in order to be looked at, witnessed with love and compassion. And it's hard work to go through it but you go through it, put it on paper, let it flow. Because if it's a disturbing emotion that arises while we are reading, because let's face it, my book, Heart Whispers, is the unfiltered words of a grieving mom. So it is deep, it is raw, it is as real as anything. So the resource that the reader has is they are not alone. The other resource is they have a way to walk through the pain that arises during the reading. And in the end, they find their own personal healing because as you write, you are letting go. You are also creating, <clears throat> excuse me, an investigation piece of your internal, how can I say that, of your internal welfare, where you are at emotionally, what is actually calling the reader's attention in order to be healed. And healed doesn't mean I put my hands on you and you're healed. No, it means the reader, every individual on this planet has things that need to get healed. They're asking to get healed. So that means giving it attention, fully submerging <clears throat> into it because it holds a message. It holds an answer. And that answer and that message is what is healing. 
in order to be able to let it go because one of my realizations in my studies and in my certification and I will forever seek continued education in grief because it is so huge. We live in a grief avoidance world, society, community. And I profess that I will be one of the grains in the bucket to make this change. That grief is not taboo. Grief is real because love is real. And I understand it's painful. But as we heal through each and every moment that it arises, because grief is a wave. It, it, you know, if anybody understands the energetics of the ocean, is connected to the moon. And the moon is what dictates the waves of the ocean. So if grief is the moon, we are the wave. It's going to fluctuate. And we must honor it. When you look at the moon, how do you feel? You feel just in bliss. You feel like in awe. You feel mesmerized. You feel pulled in. That is the same message that grief has for each individual. If we allow it and surrender to it, it will have the beauty for you. But it comes in. It's a dip, depending on how deep you go. And then it's also a dip out. Because we as a human being, cannot sustain staying in grief forever. We can't. And that is not what that is meant for. So with all that being said, I can actually go back and what I just shared with you and with all the listeners is a factual fact that is brought to my attention through the book launch, that grief needs to be talked about, witnessed, sat with, heard with compassion, love, and actual guidance with an expert that is certified in grief. The book launch I knew was going to be powerful because it was on the December 15th day, which was a Friday, which I had no clue that it was a Friday, let alone why December 15th is because it was Jesse's birthday. So it was a two-fold celebration. Actually, it was many-folds celebration. I picked it because it was an anniversary for Jesse. It was a celebration date for Jesse. Because like I said earlier, the book was co-created with him and with God and with inner guidance. So it was a big, big day, December 15th. And did I doubt for a second what it was going to bring? No. 
Did I know what it was going to bring? No. All I knew, it was going to be pure magic. It was going to be bigger than me. And what this book launch was going to express with the meeting, the validation, and the actual opening to people's needs to be a resource of helping people. And what I mean by that is the evening of the book launch was beyond a success because I wasn't looking for anything other than a knowing of what it was going to bring to people. All the people who pre-ordered the book that could make the, the book launch were there because they picked up their book with an autograph signed copy by me, but also a special gift. But also, they witnessed the guest speakers and my time of talk as well. And it was an opening of sharing words of what I went through in grief of losing my son. The process of the book, Heart Whispers, what it took. And I shared the nitty gritties. I shared pieces that I didn't even know that I was going to share about the book. And the book cover has a heart on it because I spoke from the heart. And like I mentioned, it was a co-creation with Jesse. So you look closely at the heart on the cover. There is a background photo of Jesse in the heart. And it's just mind-blowing to people that looked at the book cover and had to look the second glance and went, oh my gosh, you've got Jesse's picture in there. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I did not, I did not design the book cover. I spoke about the book cover because it was so powerful. The fact that I did not have anything to do with it. Because as I spoke with the designer of the publishing company, Steve, he heard my story from my heart. He heard my tears. He heard my passion. And he heard every emotion that was instilled within me. And he came out with that book cover. And I know for a fact that the book cover alone speaks from the co-creator that had a hand in it because the book cover also looks like a board of wood that was whitewashed with white paint. That's the background of the cover. And whenever I first seen it, I just kind of went, oh my Lord. How did he know? 
In my interview with the designer, I never once spoke about Jesse's career of being a, well, he knew he was into the flooring, but he did not know the story of Jesse having whitewash boards that were left in his store that I had to clean out, brought home here. And I used it as a decorating shelf. But those boards were whitewashed, just like the book cover. And there's not once that I shared that with the designer. So you tell me that there isn't a power greater than ourselves that has the hands into the hearts that are open to receiving. And I know darn well that Jesse's hands, along with God and Spirit's hands, were in this book. So the cover has also a butterfly. At the book launch, I told the story, why the butterfly? But again, the designer, Steve, put the butterfly after hearing my story. When I had to, and I was um, suggested to do this by my mentor, Julie Lynch, and she is in Wisconsin, and she is the lady who wrote the foreword in my book. She's the only one who knew my story after Jesse passed of what transpired physically for me. And that's another series that I will talk about. But the day that I first talked to her, she had suggested to me in order for both Jesse to soar and for me to live on and in this earth life, I had to let go and cut the ties of Jesse's spirit within my own and talk about, are you kidding me? Like, how do I do that? Or, like, I'm, I'm segregating my, my son? And she said, no. She said the relationship was so tight and it was so unique and it was so strong and powerful. She said, you've got to let him go so that he can soar and so that you can live on because otherwise I wouldn't be able to live on and he wouldn't be able to soar in the spirit world. So I had gone on that day, which was September 11th and it was a beautiful sunny day. I walked in our back pasture where I had put all the flowers from the funeral I took them all home and I put them around the rocks in my pasture, in my sacred space. And the hardest ever thing that I ever had to do was to say those words, I let you go. And then I also shared the words in my trembling body and in my tears that were running from my cheeks to my feet to the ground, I said, show me a sign, mm -hmm. Jesse, 
that you heard me. That God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing for the better good of his spirit and for mine. Like, I just couldn't believe what I was actually saying and doing. So I thought I was, like, losing my mind. And I'm going, what the hell am I doing here? And I'm getting ready to leave the pasture. And I'm looking up, and it's the forest of cedar trees on the trunk of the cedar tree was a butterfly. And that butterfly, I thought, was there with its wings perched up because it was an old butterfly that was dead. So I walked up to it. And I just said, okay, butterfly, you must be dead or whatever. And the butterfly wings opened up. And I said, okay, you're real. Okay, Jess, you spoke to me. So I got it. The butterfly started to fly, came right around me. And as I'm turning around to watch it where it was going, I swear it was going to land on the back of my calf. So as I'm following it, and I'm trying to turn around to look at it and see it, guess what? It was gone. <laughs> and I just went, whoa. I don't know where you went, but holy man. <laughs> You certainly showed yourself to me, and we are on the right path. And in the book, that's where I shared. And that's when the heart whispers begin. So that is part of the story that I shared at the book launch and why the butterfly on the book. And then I went one step further <laughs> and I said to the crowd, I said, how many of you say never say never? Or did you say, I will never blah, blah, blah. Did you ever say that, Joyce? Oh, yes. I'm pretty, uh, I, I know I have. And all of us have said it in our lives. <laughs> yeah. And I was the one who said, never will I ever get a tattoo. <laughs> and then I was so excited and people started to applaud because they knew where I was going. Mm -hmm. I lifted up my right arm sleeve and in my forearm on the inside, I shared with the biggest smile and words that were so loud I am the one who said never will I ever get a tattoo but guess what <laughs> and I shared the photo because the photo was in a um, sealed uh, 8 by 10 so that the people can see the exact photo of the butterfly from that day, I took that photo to the tattoo artist, and that is exactly what I now have on my right 
inner forearm is the tattoo of that butterfly of that day. And that butterfly was upside down, is the other thing. That butterfly was facing down. Butterflies never face down. So I had to share that piece with the beautiful Julie from Wisconsin, my mentor. And she started to cry. And she said to me, Joanne, I just got the whispers why that butterfly is upside down. She said, it's Jesse. Jesse's saying, Mom, I'm watching over you. So my son showed himself as the butterfly, an upside down one, because he's looking over me. And I knew I was safe. I knew we were working together. And that's why the book has so much co-creation of Jesse from listening to the whispers that I got along this journey that took a year to publish and to get me to the book launch on December 15th. And I'm glad this is a series, Joyce, because there's so <laughs> much to share. And we're already up at the time. But in closing... I just want to finish with saying what happened and transpired at that book launch was me, and, and this was in my reflections after, what happened at the book launch was floodgates were opened. Mm -hmm. I opened up the floodgates for people to walk into an arena in order to feel safe into the sacred space there and with me, knowing that they have a place to share their grief, that it's okay, that I opened up the floodgates for people to share their pain that have been suppressed for so long and have been suffering for so long and have nowhere to go. And it could be 20 years ago that they lost a loved one. It could be two days ago. It doesn't matter. It's the floodgates that I opened. They weren't doors. They were gates because these entries had to be big enough in order to allow all these people permission to walk through and into my arena. It's the grief arena is what I'm going to call it. That people were so happy to be able to come to me and to share their stories, because they knew I gave permission. I was there with the listening ears because I shared my story, because I shared my pain, my vulnerability, my authenticity, because it's not that I don't care. It's that there's nothing that is going to stop me in order to be a resource the big bad word that people think grief is, which is not. It has so much and it holds so much awareness, answers, meaning, purpose, mission, calling. It holds so much. But in this grief avoidance world that we live in, suppresses people. And that 
creates pain upon pain without even a chance to heal, without even a chance to know that grief is more than okay to be in and to share and to feel the emotions. Like we started the talk today about emotions. Yeah. And it's more than okay. Yeah, it's not pleasant to go through, but let me tell you, it gets easier. It gets bigger. Our container gets bigger in order to hold the grief. And by Almighty God, as my witness, I will help and I will be a resource to guide others through their pain. And I know that I am going to be on another mission. Like I said, I'm so glad we're on a series because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> because I am going to be certifying the horse industry as grief educators that work with horses. That is a whole other talk. <laughs> so I shared some vulnerability again and my emotions will be like the wave. I don't know. I can't predict how I'm going to be on a call, but I am willing to show up and more than willing. I am here. And those words, I am here for each and every one that are listening. If you need an ear, if you need a compassion heart, and if you need to be witnessed during your grief, because let me tell you, grief is real because love is real. I am here. My book is here. It is now on an international platform. Or if you want to order through me and you are not in Canada, all you have to do is pay the shipping and I will get you a personalized book signed by me with some special words and a special gift. So don't ever think that you're alone because these three words are bigger than what I can imagine. I am here. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is knock because sometimes the doors that we think are there to open are not. So I am here and happy to say I am not a door but I am here. So thank you so much, Joyce, for having me and for our call today. Oh, Joanne, you are so welcome. This this was just heart touching. I can just feel the angels were leading you and guiding you and your and spirits, whatever mm -hmm. our listeners want to say they are. But oh, it was coming from your heart. There was no doubt about it. It was beautiful. Yes. One last request, Joanne, before we close. Would you please share with our listeners how they can connect with you if they would like to get an autograph book, if they're going through grief and say, I mm -hmm. need to connect with Joanne. What is the best? What are the best ways to connect with you? Okay. Um, the best way is through an email. Okay. And that is double beauty at outlook.com also my website joanneroutier.com 
And I'm actually going out even further. I'm going to publicly share my cell number to text me, call me, whatever, because we are in deep waters of needing help. So my cell number is 613-930-5152. And this is for legit reasons of helping people. Because after the book launch, and after my call yesterday um, as a guest speaker, I am flooded with messages. I am flooded with beautiful words. And that is how I know this resource is so, so gravely needed. So please reach out, either email, website, or my cell number I just shared. Thank you, Joyce. Oh, you are so welcome, Joanne. And thank you so much for this today. It was it was truly magical. I mm. I had tears in my eyes most of the mm-hmm. time. So yeah, so I, did I. <laughs> it was very touching. And I just want to thank you so, so much. And I want to wish you a magical, magical day and magical times till we connect again here on Robust Lifestyles. Because I know they will be magical because you have your angel watching right over mm. you. Yes. The magic and the angels stay with you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are so welcome. And I would so like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our absolutely incredible diva, Joanne Rutha. And I want you to please, please share this show with all your family and friends. There's so many people out there that are dealing with grief right now. And in so many different ways. So please share this show with your family and friends. And check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And have an absolutely magical day. And remember some of just a couple of the golden nuggets from Joanne. Speaking from the heart. And that's truly what she was doing. And listen to those whispers coming from that inner voice. Oh, how How beautiful they are if you just silence your mind and listen to those whispers. So with that, I want to wish you all, like I said, a magical, magical day. Be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.